The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Good day, everybody. I'm the Doc of Detox, Dr. Darrell Wolf, and um, I want to thank everybody for joining me, and it's really a pleasure to be here. Uh, so it's been like a fireball two weeks. Um, two weeks ago, I was in Texas, and I did the Natural Health Symposium, which was one of the most exciting events I've done in a long time, maybe forever, I'm not really sure, but it was um, really a pleasure to be with so many um, real professionals that cared and have such high integrity. And then last week, um, I well, at last weekend, actually, I was in uh, Toronto where I was being awarded uh, um, a doctorate uh, in integrative medicine. And I also did a lecture there and now I'm back and here we are. And it's webinar Wednesdays, and today we're going to be talking about prostate cancer. And prostate cancer, uh, here's some of the topics we're going to cover. Prostate cancer is completely avoidable, and it is completely avoidable because if you don't realize that um, you are not a co-creator, you are a creator. You create everything in your life. You create the people that you're with. You create the... Um, the uh, um, experiences that you have, you create the events, uh, you create all the things around you. And most people don't realize that you actually create your own prostate cancer as well. And I will say something that um, some people might have a little bit of trouble with, but uh, we create sickness as a, a, it's a self-abuse mechanism. And you can say, well, how can you even say that? Because you know what? Um, I don't know how to look after myself. Well, you would if it was a priority. Now, is it is it somebody's fault that they're ill or they're sick? No, it's not their fault in most cases, but it is your responsibility to do your homework, to do the research, to look for logic. And the other thing is, is that it's your responsibility to know that only one person can look after your body and that would be you. Um, so why males are why males over 50 have an inflamed prostate why prostate cancer is the number one cancer for males why prostate cancer will go up by 40 percent in the next 10 years uh top six strategies for a healthy and powerful prostate all right so let's talk about uh some of the upcoming events so prostate power teleconference will be november the 8th 4 p.m pacific standard time um, the phone number is 1-888-299-2873 in Canada or 1-888-585-9008 in United States America. And the conference room number is 591-522-079. And that will be that for, now what that is, that's a teleconference. So if you want to let people know who couldn't be on here, that they can call in with any question that they want and ask me. Okay, and we will try to make it about prostates, but if you have a question that's a burning question and it's not about that, you're allowed to ask that too. There are no rules, okay? So after we do the uh, teleconference next week, we'll only be doing one more webinar, one more teleconference, and that'll be it until the new year because I'm sure that all of you are gonna be really busy with Thanksgiving coming up for the Americans and all the shopping that you're gonna wanna do because everybody's buying me a gift, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Anyway, so November the 16th, um, bring health home, bring love home. It's a webinar. 
Uh, and it's also going to be a lecture where I'll have 40 people actually uh, in my clinic uh, and we will be doing that lecture. And that will not be starting until 6.45 on November the 16th. It'll start at 6.45 um, Pacific Standard Time and it'll be over at 8.30 Pacific Standard Time because I'm going to have live people coming because I'm doing a big conference this weekend in the Okanagan Valley where I live. Okay. And that lecture is called A Cruelty-Free, Chemical-Free Home, A Cancer-Free Family, Young at Any Age, Eating for Life, Anti-Aging Exercises, A Pain-Free, Inflammation-Free uh, Body. And I think these are really all important topics with Thanksgiving coming, Christmas coming, and then January where everybody gets sick because of emotional and physical toxemia, right? Uh, and then our specials are buy one dynamic portable unit and get the second one free. This is going to run probably until Christmas Day, I hope, unless we run out. Uh, we have, uh, um, we're doing 100. So once we hit 100, it's over. Um, and then prostate power, 15% off. And then frankincense and super cinnamon, 15% off. And the coupon code for these online is... Uh, 15 OFF. So it stands for 15 off, right? All right. So again, my name is Dr. Daryl Wolf, the doc of detox, and I want to thank everybody for joining me. Now, here's the situation when it comes to men. Um, with men, when they eat, they don't have the alarms and all the bells and whistles that women do. So most men, even when they're eating incorrectly, they're going to what? They're going to have gas out one end or the other end. They're going to be bloated. How many people, how many men do you see today that look anywhere from two months pregnant to 12 months pregnant or 16 months pregnant? You know, today, the, the, the mentality of a man, um, it's really, it blows my mind. I'm not saying all men. But definitely 60% of the population, maybe 80% of the population are unconscious. I mean, when you see uh, men and their core, which is your core is where your large intestine, your small intestine, your liver, okay, your stomach, your pancreas, all the vital organs except for the heart and the brain are in the core. And to actually... Men actually believe that it's normal to look pregnant now. And even to have, you know, the more that your, your tummy hangs down and out, the more your immune system is falling down and out. Okay. Because the core is everything. The other thing is, is that men have a tendency to eat. Are you ready for this? 40% over what they should in the volume of food. All right. Now, the other thing is, if you're a man, you want to be drinking, okay, at least a gallon of water a day. Now, that might seem like a lot because a lot of men, when I talk to them, are doing four glasses of water a day. Now, that's four glasses. Now, think about this. So, the average man weighs about 170 pounds to 220 pounds. So, if, if, if let's say even 170 pounds... If you divide that in half, what are you going to come up with? Okay, so you're going to come up with 85. So that would be like, if you're 170 pounds, the minimum you could actually do to just 
stave off anti-aging, inflammation, infection would be three quarts of water or otherwise three liters of water. So now we've got almost, most men of 170 pounds are doing four glasses of water a day. And they're usually tap water, which is chlorinated, which we know kills the good bacteria. And it's fluoridated, which we know is the worst thing uh, for uh, toxicity in the body. And it really damages the brain. Okay. So if you're drinking like four glasses of water, you're 170 pounds. Think about it. You need three quarts to a gallon of water in today's environment, in today's society, to actually exchange the water inside the body. So I know this may sound really basic, but remember that all your cells are bathing in liquid, and that liquid is mainly water. So whether it's lymph, whether it's blood, whether it's interstitial fluid or, or extrastitial, you know, or it's extracellular fluid outside the cell, it's mainly water. Now, if you've only got four glasses of water, that's 32 ounces. Did you know that that's just enough water for a 64-pound person to stay healthy? So a 64-pound person, now if we look at the average um, man, the average man also is not interested in health. The average man is not interested in health, and I'm, and, and I'm not condemning him because men are not, what men don't bring life into the world, Men don't cook, usually cook the food or, or nurture the family, which they better start learning how to do that because everything's basically changing. And we need to have a team here. And that's the big thing. If we could get the husband and the wife or the couple to really start really getting interested in health and not the women holding the brunt of the load when it comes to nurturing, nourishing, and loving. You know, men really need to wake up. I mean, because our basic uh, um, responsibilities have really changed over the years because at one time we used to go out and hunt and bring the food home. Now, usually it's the woman that goes for the groceries. So we don't even do that. <coughs> the other thing we used to do is protect the home against invaders. And we don't need to do that anymore either. So our position has changed. And the thing is, is that we, we aren't as physical anymore. Most men will sit at a desk. So if you're sitting at a desk, you're not getting your exercise. And if you're sitting at a desk and usually it's in front of a computer, you're getting all that dirty electricity. You're getting the uh, Wi-Fi coming at you. So understand that first and foremost, if you're not going to embrace drinking water and then it should be structured water, then you're not going to keep up with the deterioration and you're going to probably end up with prostate cancer. Now you're probably going to me and going, what? He's trying to tell us that we're going to have prostate cancer because we don't drink. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because when you drink three quarts to four quarts of water, you know what? If I had, if I was cutting trees down and I were putting them into the river and I didn't have water in the river, are those, are those logs ever going to get to the mill? Well, the same thing with you. If you're not drinking enough water, then you don't stay hydrated and your body's going to try to hold on to the water in the body, which means you probably have a puffy face. You've got uh, uh, water retention in your, in your face. You might have it in your feet. You might have it in your abdomen. You can see, I mean, we, we, we've ended up coming into the puffball generation. How many men have these puffy faces? Well, that's because they're retaining the water 
because they're not bringing in enough water. So your body's going to hold on to the water. Okay, it says, don't let any water go. Don't let any water go. Keep all the water. I don't care that the water's dirty. You know, let's slow down the inflammation, the infection, and the mutation by holding on to the dirty water until we get out of this desert. I mean, your body doesn't really believe that you're starving it of water. It thinks it's in a desert, so it's going to hold on to the water. So start drinking water because when you drink water, you're going to hydrate and that extra water is going to go into your intestines and your large intestine is 30 feet. I mean, from your mouth to your rectum, it's 30 feet, guys. So, you know, we've got to have enough lubrication here. And when you're on the toilet going, trying to get that little golden nugget out, just listen to me. So where do you think, where do you think hiatal hernias come from? Okay. Hiatal hernias come from sitting on the toilet and trying to push down. How many men have hiatal hernias? How many men have heartburn? How many men think that they have heart problems? This is all from their bowels. Now, remember that tummy that I said that was bulging out or hanging down and out? Well, in there, you are spoiled rotten. You have your own manure pile where you're rotting inside. Guess what, guys? Smell under your arms right now. Okay? Now, if you stink under your arms, then guess what? That is putrefaction. That putrefaction came from your large intestine. That has actually gone throughout the whole body and now coming out your arms. Do you know how when you uh, wake up in the morning and go to give your wife a kiss and she says, whoa, 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 honey, please brush your teeth first. Please brush your teeth. Okay. Because why? Because you have bum breath. Well, you have bum breath because you're rotting down here and the hot air is rising and coming out your mouth. Now, whether you want to believe this or not, that plaque in your mouth and that thickness, that coating, well, hot air rises like a hot air balloon. So, yeah, you're rotting inside. So, you need to understand something, that the, the end of the large intestine, which is the sigmoid, okay, is just behind, okay, and then you've got the prostate up front, and then you've got the bladder. So between your bladder, between, so you've got your bladder and then you've got your prostate and then you've got your sigmoid colon. So now you've got a prostate sandwich because you guys who are groaning and grunting and, oh, I have a good bowel movement. I go once a day. Well, I go three times a day and my bowel movement is probably anywhere from six to eight inches long and I can do two or three of those a day. And when I need to go to the washroom, I feel this urge to go and it's like, hey, ding dong, Daryl. So then I just go and I sit down and boom, I have the bowel movement and I'm up and gone, okay? And we're not talking diarrhea here, we're talking about well-shaped. So if you, you need to have two to three bowel movements a day and they need to be about seven to eight inches long, need to be about an inch and a half to two inches, um, you know. You should be able to go like this with your fingers, right? Okay, with your thumb and your finger, and it should be no ever any thinner than that, and it can be wider. Okay, and it's got to be easy to come out. Now, if you're having two to three bowel movements, and you hardly need to use any toilet paper to wipe your bum, and you're doing three to four quarts of water a day, you're not getting prostate cancer. You're not getting it. So, wow, wow, isn't that amazing, right? So, so far, we haven't spent any money. Well, we might own a structured water unit, but we haven't spent any money. Now, here's the other thing that I really love. 
Honey, are you full yet? Honey, are you full yet? Honey, are you full yet? No. Guys, you can cut your eating down by 30 or 40%. Start slowly, but start cutting it down. Start cutting down the volume of the carbs. Start cutting the volume down of uh, um, the animal protein. You can cut it down. We always overeat. I never get away from the table if I feel full. Uh, I mean, I always get, leave the table before I feel really full and bloated. Now, I'm not saying that I never do it. And when I do, you know how people will take two or three digestive enzymes? Well, if you're feeling bloated and you feel heartburn or you just feel pressure on your back or pressure in your chest, that's hot air rising. You, uh, you know, I have really good enzymes, digestive enzymes, and we sell really good enzymes. And people say, oh, take two. Well, no, I don't. I take like eight or ten. And then I take those and it goes in and it digests, breaks everything down, takes the nutrients in, get the waste out. You know what? I'm worth it. Okay. As long as you feel pressure in your abdomen, as long as you feel nausea in your abdomen, as long as you feel heartburn, okay, as long as you feel low back pain, as long as you have kidney pain, okay, then we know that we got bowel problems, right? Now, remember something. When you start absorbing waste from your bowels, okay, that's heavier than, okay, the waste is heavy. So when the waste is heavy, it's not going to like float. It's more, it descends down, right? So what happens is, is your sigmoids here, your prostate's here. So if I'm reabsorbing waste from my, okay, what's the only way that you could have your prostate rot? Does anybody really realize that? When you get cancer, it's because that part of the organ is rotting. Did you hear what I just said? When you get cancer, that part of the organ is rotting. Why is it rotting? Well, because it's 30% or more lacking in oxygen. The nutrition's not getting in, and there's inflammation and scar tissue around there. I guarantee that this person with the prostate problem has all kinds of scar tissue in his abdomen, right, which is like right here. So he's got all scar tissue in here, which we would do. What we do a technique where we go in and break up all the scar tissue and it's called an abdominal lift. And then I could actually work in, in his groin and around his pubic bone and find tons of scar tissue if he's got an inflamed prostate at all. Meanwhile, okay, 60% of the population over the age of 40 has an inflamed prostate. That doesn't sound great, does it? But then take a look at the way men eat. Honey, are you full yet? So they overeat for one thing. So you always know that if you feel bloated or you feel like you're packed tight with food, you know that your food's rotting. Okay, so you should always walk away not hungry but satisfied. And people don't understand that, okay? So we need to learn to pull back by about 30% of the food that we're eating, and that's the average person. You also, if you men, you know, the, meat, the day of the meat and potato man is over, you know, the problem here is that men used to really pack up on the food. And why? Well, because they'd get up in the morning and they lived on farms or they had to go out all day. So they'd eat this big breakfast, right? Which they're moving and they're twisting and they're lifting. So guess what when you do that? Well, of course, you're going to have bowel movement, right? So if you're the kind of guy that eats breakfast, and let's say it's eggs, bacon, toast, and coffee, Let's put that all into a blender, okay? So we've got improper food combining because you don't mix starches with proteins, right? And then we know coffee's very highly acidic. 
And then we know bacon has a lot of chemicals in it. So you mix these all together. And what they're going to do is they're going to putrefy in anybody that's tired, okay, or doesn't have a good digestive tract, which is anybody over the age of 25 now. So you know when you have a good digestive tract because you're a lean, keen machine and you've got tons of energy. That would be your first clue, right? And we're not talking about nervous energy here. So food combining is a big deal. So when you eat animal protein, you'd want to have like it with vegetables and a large salad, right? When you have starches, then you would have it with salad or veggies. But listen, as far as I'm concerned, there are no good starches. I like people to get the heck away from grains. If you've got any prostate problems or you want to not have any prostate problems, stay away from starches, even stay away from grains, even stay away from ancient grains if you've got a digestive problem. You know, stick with the protein and don't overdo it and then have tons of salads. Like, you know, have two large salads a day. I would have two large salads a day every day for lunch and for supper. So let's talk about the average guy throughout the day, what I would do, okay? Um, first of all, it's like I was saying, your, your, your lifestyle may not suit it, but you can build it that way. I don't care what you do today. I believe that men should get up and they should only be doing lots of water, lots of nutritional drinks until 11 or 12 o'clock. Okay. We don't do the physical work anymore. So, and the other thing is, is that if you're not going to do that, then you better be eating something wholesome. But with myself, I never eat before 11, even one o'clock. I don't have to. But by the time 11 or one o'clock comes, I've already done two and a half to three quarts of water or nutritional drinks that are easy to take in. And then what I'll do is I'll do a large, I'll do a large salad at lunch. Okay. And then I might have like uh, another salad and some fish or salad, some free range organic chicken at nighttime, or I might just have some kind of a lentil soup and I might have a salad or I might just have a lentil soup. And whenever I'm stressed out, I do not eat. I drink lots of water, structured water. I'll do like Zija, um, super mix, or if I'm really on the go and working hard, I'll do a blender drink, and I know a lot of you won't do this, but I will take like, see, I eat to live. I eat for energy. I don't eat because it's some kind of hobby, and I'm not emotionally attached to my food because being emotionally attached to food means that you're emotionally out of balance. Did you get what I said? Because we have attachment to different foods in different times of our life and to our family life, and whether it's good or bad, we're attached to it, so we eat it. You need to question yourself why you eat certain things. And don't treat yourself like a garbage can, okay? So the other thing is, is that I want to talk about is, is that those people who feel that you have an infl inflamed prostate or a prostate problem, I hope that you're doing some form of exercise. Well, everybody should be doing it. Take a look at core rebounding. Because when you're bouncing up and down, and you know, you can walk or you can jog or do whatever you want. You're moving your lymph. You're also shaking things up in here in your, in your bowels to have a great bowel movement. So you want to move your lymph because today men do not exercise or get enough exercise because we don't own farms. We're not out doing all this physical labor. So 
I would suggest you buy a really good rebounder. Take a look on our website. You'll see what a good one should be and then go find one. So then the other thing is, is core twisting. And here's the deal. So I want to show you this. This is really important. We have what's called a core twister. Now, this core twister, you stand on it and it's a disc. And what you're doing is you're twisting this way, this way. Now, what would happen is, is if I'm twisting, what do you think I'm doing to my prostate? Okay, because my prostate is down here. And when I'm twisting, I'm twisting this whole area. I'm wringing the toxins out of my prostate. I'm wringing the toxins out of my intestines. I'm wringing the toxins out of my liver. So between rebounding, which is also attributed to be the best exercise for, for um, pre preventing cancer and for relieving you of cancer, and then core twisting is the best exercise to actually create what we would call a strong core so that your core is really because if I'm strong here, then just think inside here. So you know the guy who his tummy's out here and it's hanging down over his belt or it's sticking out? Well, all the organs are displaced. They're all stuck together. And he's leaking out all this toxic waste, right? And then because of gravity, it goes down into the groin. And that's why prostate cancer. If you really want to know why prostate cancer is so bad, it's because we are in the junk food chemical era processed foods, and uh, also because of fear-mongering, you know, people really need to find their brave heart, okay? So when people get really fearful and stressed out, they eat junk food. If you have a terrible diet, your diet's not going to get better or stay there on a permanent basis until you learn to honor, protect, respect, and love yourself. You know, trying to get, trying to put somebody on a good diet that has a self-abusive behavior because that's the way they've always lived because they were abused by their family. Not, and I'm not talking about beaten. I'm just talking about playing love ransom. I mean, if, if some of you people know my lectures and that, you'll know that it, it's all about self-love. First of all, I could, if I could teach somebody how to totally self-love themselves, then they would self-respect themselves, wouldn't they? And they would self-care themselves if they knew about self-love. And then I wouldn't even have to talk about a diet because they would seek out a high vibrational lifestyle because self-love doesn't let you loathe yourself. It doesn't make you go in and beat up yourself. Yeah, okay? So everybody needs to understand that. So what you want to do if you're a man too, and most males that have prostate problems, and most males you'll find that have prostate problems, they um, they don't have balance in their life, okay? So something's out of whack. So take a look at that. Take a look at your emotions. Start trying to process, trying to learn to have more faith in life. Get into your breathing. And the other thing is, at nighttime, don't do this. Hey, honey, you want a snack? You know, don't buy the snack foods. Don't bring them home. If you don't bring them home, you won't eat them. If you need to go have a snack, then you can go out and do it, okay? So the first main key about any type of prostate cancer is what? First of all, it's water. We want to make sure that we get enough water. I'm telling you, I promise that if you were to start drinking structured water and drinking three quarts to a gallon a day, okay, don't believe what they say about eight glasses of water. That is just the most ridiculous thing. Okay, that I've ever heard. Because for one thing, 
the whole eight glasses of water has been going on for the last 75 years. And remember something, 75 years ago, there wasn't all cell phones, there wasn't Wi-Fi, there wasn't all this high-paced stress, driving in cars fast here and there, the end of the world's coming, there's a new terrorist attack here, there's a virus coming here, and all the fear-mongering that's going on. You know, every time that you get stressed out and you have any type of fear in you, you are creating your adrenals to go into fight or flight. That creates hormone dumping, which creates high acidic levels. Those acidic levels create inflammation in the weak parts of your body. So if your prostate's already beat up, then it's getting a good slap, right? And it's going to continually be slapped. Remember something that we came down here to create. And whatever you're dealing with right now, you've created it. And you can create something new for yourself. Okay. So um, what are some of the things that I would do? Is if I have a if I have a prostate problem, I would definitely look into essential oils. All right. And if it was me, okay, I would be doing essential oil therapy on and around the prostate area. If it was me, I would be using essential oils rectally. Why would I be doing that? I would be doing for myself now rectally putting essential oils in by using veggie caps. Because what happens is if essential oils have the highest vibration of all nutritionals on the planet and your rectum uh, sigmoid sits behind the prostate, when those essential oils start to diffuse into the body, we're going to be bringing up the vibration and the cleansing and the healing of that prostate area. So I would take a look at that. Um, people can call me for more specific questions and understand something. This is something that I need everybody to understand, and, and people have a problem with this. The corporate world now has automated telephone service, and they'll put you on hold, make you press buttons, and then you leave a message or do whatever you do. I want you to understand something. You can call my office as much as you need to. It doesn't have to be about product. doesn't have to be about anything except we're here to help you. So... I have to repeat that to people continually. Please call. You're not bothering us. Please call. And listen, if my staff can't answer it, they're going to give me the question, and I'm going to turn around and I'm going to call you back. Listen, there is no need for you to be suffering. There is no need for you to feel like you're alone. There is no need for you to feel that things are desperate out there. I don't want you to feel like that, and you shouldn't feel like that. Listen, we care. You don't have to be calling for a consultation. I mean, if you really want to put your life together, you would call, we would do a consultation, and what would happen in that consultation is I would tape it and I would go through what the perfect day would be for you in your with your lifestyle, who you are. We would start there and create that. And then you would call me every few days or every you know what? You can call me a few times a day if you want. I don't care how many times you call me because eventually you're going to nail this thing and you're going to be the master of your own healing. You know, why is it that 95% of the phone calls we get here, 95% of the consultations I do are all women because women bring life into the world. Men have hardly ever 
taken any responsibility for their health. We've been taught that women are going to raise the children and they're bloody well going to raise the men too. And they're going to look after the men. They're going to nourish the men. Well, you know what? Things are changing out there. And if you want to be well, men, then you better take an interest in your body and not be just using it and abusing it. And you know what else? If you take a look at the rest of your friends around you, because a big part of this is mentality. If you look at your friends and you compare your health to your friends, well, then you're gone. That's it. It's toast. It's over. Okay. And I, I repeat this only for the process of repeating it. Okay. So I'm 60 years old. I don't have a 60 year old mentality. I don't have a 60 year old body. You know, I probably have a 40 year old body, maybe around 40, no more. I, I guarantee it. And you can, you can, I don't care where you are, what the situation is. When you decide to claim your right to be a God given creator, instead of sitting around moping and groping or being a victim and saying, Oh, you women, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. You women right now, do not allow your men to grumble and complain and be big babies. You know, men have been raised in the way that it's all up to the woman to look after me. You know, we don't take any part in looking after ourselves, except when we get sick and then we get really sick and then we mope and we groan and we complain or we go to the doctor and we suppress it because that's what men are supposed to do, right? Men are raised in a way that, you know, be a man. Don't you cry. Be a man. Well, you know what? Men cry too. And you know what? Men get emotional too. But we're taught to suppress all this stuff. So go ahead. Suppress it. And find out if you don't blow your prostate up. Find out if you don't blow up yourself or your family. You know? We have to start opening up. We have to search for the feminine side of us that cares enough about our body that we exercise 20 minutes a day that we drink a gallon of water a day, that we learn what food combining is, and that we stop snacking. You know what? If you're tired, drink water first. If you're hungry, drink water first. These are the rules. You know, I would like to say that there's, it's more difficult and more complicated than that, but it's not. There's a lot of other tricks you can do. You know, you could do a castor oil pack on your abdomen. You can start doing salt glows to move your lymph system. You can start doing skin brushing, but the, but you've got to start exercising. And when you come home at night and you're really tired, don't go on the couch and lay down and then look for a carb snack or a glass of wine every night. Because what's happening is, is you're feeding the bad bacteria and the fungus that are actually eating holes in your large intestine. So you absorb all this waste that you get sick. Listen, you guys who are drinking a glass of wine every night and you guys who are having one beer a day, that's the best way, okay, to kiss your prostate goodbye, okay? Because the fermentation from the wine and the fermentation from the one glass of wine every day, one beer every day is enough to set that prostate on fire. You know what? Oh, one drink a day relaxes you. Well, what about, what about breathing? Just breathing just for 30 seconds to a minute, and that's going to calm you down way better than a glass of wine or doing some core twisting or learning to do some foam rolling. Buy a foam roller and start foam rolling. It's like having a full body massage. You know, we have 
been sold such a terrible protocol. Listen, man, if I wasn't in the health business, I'd probably be dead already. Okay, so I understand. But you know what? We need to wake up because most men out there around the age of getting a prostate problem have children. So do you want, and excuse me, but do you want your children, like if you're 60, you've got a 40-year-old child, do you want a 40-year-old child to be as ignorant as you? And ignorance is not bliss. Listen, do you know that the majority of the population is going to end up in a nursing home? The majority of the population is going to end up under the knife. Majority of the population is going to end up getting chemo or radiation. So why would you follow the majority of the population? You know, so it in life, do you ever notice that you only become good at things when you practice them? So, you know, you guys who have a hobby that, you know, oh, I like going for my hockey and you're like 50 years old and you don't eat right. You don't look after yourself. And then, you know what, you're going to end up injuring or tearing yourself because you're so full of scar tissue. You know, you've got to get into learning how to look after your body. I don't care if you're 50, 60, or 70, you're never too late. You know, they say you can't teach a, a, an old dog new tricks. Well, you're not a dog, okay? And the other thing is, is for those people out there that have inflamed prostate or prostate cancer now, you better be turning the Wi-Fi off when you go to bed at night. You better be getting rid of the walk-around portable phones. You better get rid of the alarm clock that's sitting beside your bed, okay? Because whether you want to believe it or not, you can't get rid of cancer with this type of thing going on, with this type of dirty electricity, with this type of uh, uh, EMR or EMF problem in your house. So we got to get rid of the portable phones. We got to get rid of the clock radio. We got to get turn the Wi-Fi off when we go to bed at night, and it's got to be turned off. It's got to be turned off. Just do it, all right? You want to make sure that you have everything unplugged in your bedroom. And if you can figure out how to go to your circuit breaker and at nighttime turn off all the electricity that's in your bedroom, that is the key so that you make it a really clean healing zone because your body cannot go into proper REM sleep and detoxify and heal with all this going on. And make sure if you have a cell phone that you put it on airplane mode if it's in your bedroom. Okay, so these are really important keys. Now, uh, does anybody have any questions out there? Anything that they'd like to ask me specifically? Okay, so I just got a question here and it's from someone, uh, Jim. And Jim's asking why he has to get up and pee six times a night. And when he gets there, hardly anything comes out. Okay, Jim. So here's what's happening. Um, I'm not able to see you, but I probably, I guarantee that you're, you have a bit of a tummy on you and you're lacking tone. And what happens is, remember what I was saying about how what happens is, is the large intestine is a muscle, okay? So being that your large intestine is a muscle, when you start to lose tone in that muscle, it will just go into a coma. And it, it, it's supposed to have peristalsis to move the waste out. So over the years, you think that you probably don't even have, a, you know, the, the, I never ask people, I never go, 
hey, do you have a bowel problem? Why? No, I wouldn't ask them because how many people poop with other people to compare? And how many people actually know what's really a good bowel movement? You can see that in my book if you want. And there's actually a test you can take in there. But anyway, so what happens is, is just as your tummy's becoming soft, just think how soft that large intestine is, which is five to seven feet long. And now it's you're starting to reabsorb the waste. And over time, what happens when you reabsorb this waste, it goes into your blood, goes into your liver, goes throughout your whole body, right? That's why you got smelly pits, bad breath, right? That's why you got uh, toenail fungus. That's why you got jock itch, okay? That's why you got gum disease. That's why you got bad breath, okay? That's why you have ear infection. All of this comes from the large intestine. And, you know, you people may not believe that, but I can prove it. So now what happens is you're reabsorbing all this waste, Jim. And what happens now is it goes through, it's got to be detoxified by your liver. But what your liver can't handle, it gets pushed onto your kidneys. When it goes through your kidneys, this toxic waste, okay, then what it does, it goes into the bladder. Now, remember that when it goes into the bladder, the bladder is like a sack and any of the waste that has any type of weight to it will sit at the bottom of the bladder. So over the years, you're building up toxic waste in the bottom of that bladder and what it does, it irritates and it inflames it. And then the bladder closes down on itself. Have you ever had like a, uh, you hurt your uh, arm, let's say, well, what happens is, is your, your arm will go into spasm so that you don't go full uh, extension so that you don't injure it. So that's why people go like this is to keep it relaxed so it'll heal. So what happens is, is your bladder, when it gets inflamed, it'll close down on itself. And then what happens is inflammation and scar tissue builds up in here. So now, Jim, what's happened over the years is, and also probably because you don't drink enough water and also you don't food combine properly and you eat way too many carbs and you snack at night and, and you probably have alcohol in your diet as well. You know, it's it's a real party down there, a parasite party probably. Anyway, so now when the bladder really gets small, it it can't hold a lot of urine. So a little bit of urine comes in there and because you have that slight inflammation, you're like, oh, I got to go. Oh, I got to go. So you get up in the middle of the night. It's one o'clock in the morning. You go all the way to the bathroom and bleep, bleep, a few drops come out. Well, that's what's happening. OK, so you're getting inflamed in there. So if you if you have constant bladder problems, I guarantee you've got a prostate problem. So people who have bladder problems like men have prostate problems. Women who have constant bladder problems, trust me. They've got uterus problems. They've got ovary problems. They probably have got endometriosis started and they don't even know it. And with men, we don't call it endometriosis, but they get scar tissue down here as well. Yeah, we just don't uh, um, recognize that fact. Okay. All right. So um, the other thing is, is, is that what you want to really take a look at, gentlemen, is making sure that you're when you're eating, you do do enzymes, that you break down your food. And if you have a prostate problem, you might wanna take a look at a product we have called FibroClear. It's systemic enzymes, because whenever you have a prostate problem, you've got inflammation and scar tissue, and the FibroClear will go in there and help to bring that down. Take a look at our curcumin cayenne, because curcumin is known to be one of the best um, products for, for prevention, and uh, and to help to 
reverse cancers, okay? And then we have it, uh, some uh, um, African cayenne, 10% into it, to help to trigger it, and that increases the efficiency by about 5,000%. The other thing you want to do, which is really important, especially this time of year, is do about 16 ounces where you boil 16 ounces of water and put in one to two lemons squeezed and then put in a pinch of cayenne and then put in a teaspoon to a tablespoon of honey. The less honey, the better, but honey's great because it is an infection fighter. And in the water, it's been diluted down, so it's not gonna whack your blood sugar. And then drink that throughout the day and that'll help to bring the infection down, okay? So um, if anybody else has any questions, feel free to ask me. Um, let me see what else. You know, juicing is a great thing, but just remember something, like I said before, if you have any type of uh, a problem or you don't wish to have a problem, that guys, I'm telling you, fresh and raw is the way to go. If you can do two large, beautiful rainbow salads twice a day, you can put chickpeas in one of the salads, okay? And you can put hemp hearts, chia seeds, organic dressing. In the other salad, you could put avocado, again, hemp hearts, chia seeds, organic dressing, and lots of veggies and fill yourself up. And then when it comes to the, the uh, animal protein, make sure with fish, it's easier to digest. And then with uh, chicken, you know, keep the protein down a little smaller. Try to fill up with other things. And like I said, really keep the water intake up, okay? All right, so pass the word along. Um, next week, we're gonna be doing the teleconference. So get your questions together and um, start doing these things that I've asked you to do and start implementing that into your life. And remember something, that we are emotional bodies. We are spiritual bodies first and foremost. I know that you can see my physical body, but just understand something. It's my emotional body that I need to look after. You know, when we take a look at people and we take a look at the conditions they have, we can actually look at what condition they're in. The most important thing when, when people come to me, to my clinic, is I don't look at the conditions they have. I look at the condition that they're in. And what I mean is, what is the condition that they're in emotionally? How do they handle stress? Do Okay, first of all, before we go here, I would like to say this, that it doesn't matter what goes on in, throughout my day. The first thing I always do, no matter how traumatic it might be to most, I breathe and then I just go, I'm going to honor, love and protect and respect myself right here, right now. I am not going to, to uh, uh, beat myself up because somebody else is suffering or somebody else is hurting. I'm going to stay loving my body. Okay. So I have somebody that works for me. And so this morning she comes in and she says, Daryl, I can't believe this. My aunt died and my mother did not did not even tell me. I had to see this on Facebook. And then she started to cry and she started to feel really hurt. And, and I just said to her, stop now. Let's breathe. Just breathe. Breathe. Now try to smile. 
And she's like, what do you mean try to smile? I just had somebody die. And I'm saying to her, your aunt never died. Your aunt gave up her body. Nobody dies. Your spirit moves on. Okay, so whether you might believe this or not, or believe in what I'm saying, do you actually believe, and I know this about this person, do you actually believe that her crying and feeling betrayed by her family because they didn't call and tell her the aunt died, that she should beat herself up and take the poison pill and put herself on the hook and put herself in jail and make herself suffer all day, and then tonight she'll be totally exhausted, have a headache, or feel nauseous? Well, that's all because we don't know how to process our emotions. I told her, I said, you know what you should do right now? Don't start work. I want you to go find a quiet room. And I want you to go into that room. And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to talk to your aunt. And I want you to talk to her as if she's here. And I want you to talk to her, ask her how she's doing. And really ask her how she's doing and tell her that you love her and just be quiet and stay peaceful. And that's what she did. So about 15 minutes later, she came out and she said, wow, I can't believe what I was going to do to myself. I was going to actually get into that program where I was just going to hate my family, beat myself up. I got it. Thank you. But she did say to me, Daryl, right off the bat, when you told me to smile and you told me to breathe and told me to stop crying and to just try to get my focus here and to be happy for the aunt that now she's not old and suffering, that she's moved on. She said, I was angry at you and I wanted to be angry at you. And I said, these are all programs. These are all programs you're running. And, you know, everything that you do is a program. It's not good or bad. You're not good or bad, but the programs you're doing might be healthy or unhealthy. And we learn unhealthy programs. And the majority of the population has herd mentality. The majority of the population lives unconsciously. And if you want to look at what population lives unconsciously, look at men. They're so unconscious today that it's like, I, I don't know. I just like, yeah. So, you know, I'll have like men come in with their women and the men... The man looks 10 times more sick than the woman does, but she loves herself enough that she's going to start spending some money, some time learning and then learning how to create the perfect day and a healthy day. And the guy just sits there and burps and farts a little. And then he goes, okay, honey, you're ready to go. So it's all about self-love. It's about honoring and respecting yourself. And it's about honoring and respecting the emotions that you feel. Don't suppress your emotions. You know, um, there are no bad emotions. You know, even when you're feeling angry, you need to just kind of be an observer. Sit back here and observe that and just go, wow, isn't that interesting how angry I am? Why would I be so angry at that person? And how long am I going to be angry for? And just remember, you're just torturing and ripping yourself apart. So if you've got a prostate problem or you've got any other problem, you're just adding fuel to the fire. Just know that we care. You can call me about anything. You can challenge me about anything. I'm really open and seriously because I don't take anything personal. I don't need anybody's approval. And I'm not going to take anything personal. But just know that I really do care because I've been there. All right. Even though I've been in the health business for a long time, 
you don't think I have family that's suffering, family with prostate problems? My uncle, he died of prostate cancer uh, two months ago, okay? And you know what he said to me? He said to me, he said, Daryl, I've had a whole bunch of friends that had prostate cancer and they did the, he did the chemo thing and then he did the radiation thing. But what he said to me right off the bat was this, I can't ride two horses. Now, so the thing is, is that what you, we have to understand is, is that my, my, uh, my uncle was a highly intelligent person. But the problem is, is that his belief system in the medical system and in chemotherapy and radiation was stronger than his belief system in me. Now, why would that be? Mine was more logical, but the, the situation is not that. The situation is for years he was told this. Look, at, you know what? It's called brainwashing. So what happened was is after he did the chemo and he did the radiation and he felt he was then after radiation, he was just it was tearing him apart. So he came here and we did the detox and we did the nutrition and that helped to bring him back somewhat. But he had way too much radiation, if, uh, how much radiation they gave him. And that depends on your doctor. So that just totally destroyed him. You know, there was nothing that was going to turn that around. So understand this, that it's all about belief systems. And the reason why I'm saying this is this. You may have somebody with prostate cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, and you know that it's not the right road that they might be going down. But there's no way you're going to change their mind. When my uncle said to me, Daryl, I can't ride two horses. You know what? I just said, I'm always here for you. I'm here for you because I knew that what do I want to do? Make them feel guilty. And then what? If you make somebody feel guilty, you make them feel lousy. That brings their immune system down. So understand something. We came here to create. And the other thing is, is that you need to always be looking at and creating your, your, uh, the most beautiful, happy, joyous feeling that you can have. You know, when I first started really getting like this, my kids used to say to me, Dad, how can you not be crying right now? Why aren't you suffering right now? Well, because I'm not going to do that. Because I know where I came from. I know where I'm going to go when I leave here. And I'm going to have the nicest trip that I can. So some people might say that's selfish, but no, I'm being centered in myself to stay calm, to, to, to live, to live my joy. And did you ever notice something? There was not a time in your life that worrying paid off. And there was not a time in your life that anger paid off. And there was not a time in your life where abusing yourself paid off. Or and there wasn't a time in your life that being full of fear and the end of the world was coming, and then it never did end, did it? But what it is doing is it's tearing you apart. And that's the cancer. So look at, just do this for me. Put a smile on your face and leave smiles wherever you go. And no matter what happens, no matter what the bump is or the detour that happens in your life, just breathe and know that the universe has purpose and that you're going to be getting something even better and that there's a reason for that left turn instead of going right and have faith, have faith in yourself and have faith in that which created you and have the best day of your life. Take care and bye for now.